Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or and good evening. Welcome to In His Word podcast, part two, God's purpose. What would cause you or what would cause a person living in or persons, a group, a family, a husband and wife living in perfect bliss, enjoying the pleasures that God had placed upon the face of the earth, communing with God, having a wonderful time with the Lord. Uh, in modern times, we go to church, we sing church songs, we fellowship with people in the church. We're just having a great old time. But what would cause you to fall from that, to get out of that? What would be the cause? Well, let's look at it right now. If you hold, if you have your Bible, first let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you open our hearts as we open your word and open our mind that we would understand your word. Bless our families, our loved ones, and help bring us closer to you in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Well, in this podcast, we'll be discussing, as I already said, part two of God's purpose. If you have your Bible, please open it to the book of Genesis, chapter three. And I'm going to start reading right there at chapter three. I'll read a few verses. Chapter three, verse one. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Uh, verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of both of them were open. And we'll just stop right there for time's sake. I, I don't like to take a lot of time uh, unless I'm feeling inspired to do so. But I know your days are busy and. And you probably want to spend a little more time with your family. But the word of God is important. So as we see here that uh, we read the word and the people, Adam and Eve, the first couple upon the face of the earth, they lived in perfect bliss. They had it all. They were innocent before the eyes of God. They were innocent, not knowing one another's nakedness to them. It was like being little babies. Uh, you can remember uh, if you for those of you who have siblings and for those of you who have two kids that are very young, taking baths together. No big deal. Uh, seeing 
their bodies. It was just them. It was not a big deal. Didn't even recognize, didn't even know this is just you. This is just who you are. Uh, there's no nothing to be desired. You're my sibling. You're my and the siblings say to one another, you're just you. Let's play. I think you understand the point I'm trying to make. But what drove them to this point? Uh, what drove them from the place of innocence? And, and that's what happens when we when we get away from the place of innocence in the word of God and following God's word. Because uh, as we read, God and Eve, Eve herself, herself, she said that God had told her she she mentioned the direction the almighty God gave her and, and which God said, we shall not. We may eat of the tree of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but here's the key. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, in other words, is in the middle. God hath said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Obviously, God knew there was going to come a point in time because God knows all things. He knows the end from the beginning. That's in Revelations. God knew that there would come a time where this woman would be tempted and later tempt the man. He put the tree in the middle of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So they had to walk past all the other trees, which was good to eat. Pleasant to eat. No problem. Because God said out of all the other trees you can eat of. But the tree that's in the middle. In the midst of the garden. You cannot eat thereof. So obviously that must have drawn a little curiosity. But not much. I'm sure they would want to, to do what God wanted them to do. But the thing is this. Satan had entered into the scene. The adversary, the devil, Lucifer, the Bible calls him. He entered it into the scene. And when he entered into the scene, he cast doubt upon the word of God, on what God said directly to Eve. How many times has someone come and spoke to you, man or woman, the word of God? And then in your mind, you want to get past the trees or the words that are good for you. And you want to go to the middle, to the midst of the garden. Because something had gotten to your heart or into your mind to persuade you to say God surely had not said. Even though someone may have read the Bible and said this is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible commands. And as you read it, you see it. As you hear it, you hear it. And you can do, do the research yourself. But something got into your head and, and, and tricked you and fooled you, just like what happened to Eve. And we know God, uh, something fooled Eve because in verse four of chapter three, it says, and the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Hallelujah. We know that God did tell her not to do it, but and he knew that there was consequences for her doing it. The consequences was 
innocence, innocence would end in judgment and they would be expelled from the garden. When we go against the word of God and we do what is not required of us in the word of God, although our life may seem easy right now and we will have trials along the way, but sometimes we bring those trials upon us. They were cursed and God placed an angel or a cherubim at the end of the garden as he expelled them out of the other part out of the garden itself out of one way and he put an angel with a flaming sword to block them from coming back into the garden the curses was given the serpent received the first curse the woman received the second curse and the ground was cursed for Adam's sake I know about that I recently planted some trees I had to dig them up and it was hard digging them up and breaking those roots <clears throat> then it was hard replanting those trees because in replanting them I had to clear the ground a little bit I broke a, a water sprinkler pipe the ground wasn't the softest ground and in this Antelope Valley I think some of you understand what I'm talking about with that hard ground so the so the curse was upon the ground and also with the weeds that grow in the ground, it's not this nice, pleasant ground. It's all mixed up. So when we plant our grass, plant our gardens, we need to till that. So the four consequences, there was consequences for their sin. Consequences for doing wrong. Consequences for not following the word of God or the instructions that God has given us. But God, that's not the purpose for mankind. When Adam and Eve was following the purpose, the early purpose for God, that God had placed forth, when it was following his purpose, his plan, he communed with them all the time. They were innocent. They knew nothing. They walked in the cool of the day in the garden. They enjoyed the pleasures that God had placed upon the face of the earth at that time in that area where the Garden of Eden was. So the four consequences that evolved, that came up from their sin. One was physical suffering. They had many burdens to bear. We have many burdens to bear today, whether waking up, going to work early in the morning, whether our bodies ache, have pain, uh, whether a woman gives birth to a child, which at the end it's, it's joyful is but there is <coughs> excuse me I have a dry throat here but it is some burdens to bear along the way with that the second is mental suffering uh, let's just call that stressed out uh, and some people may have a, a mental problem a mental disorder but there's mental suffering there's a haunting fear how am I going to make ends meet are my kids going to be all right? Am I going to be all right? Can I drive from here to there and be safe? There's a haunting fear in us today, just like it was with Eve and with Adam after they went past, <coughs> excuse me, the goodness of God. And they went to the midst of the garden. And they ate. 
of the tree that was forbidden. They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So when they ate of the tree of the knowledge, knowledge and good and evil, then they knew everything. They were able to know good and evil. But God's purpose for mankind is only to know good. That's why he didn't put uh, the tree of the, the good trees to eat or good trees to eat in the midst of the garden, surrounded by trees of knowledge of good and evil, because God only wants us to know good. But came along Satan with his uh, craftiness, his subtle. Uh, we read that uh, in verse uh, chapter verse one and chapter three, it says, now the serpent was more subtle in other words he was crafty he was sneaky he was cunning he was able to beguile in other words he was able to fool eve is what he did and by him saying surely god had not said if you eat that you're going to die but god did say that so there was suffering social for their children and it came later on cain and abel they suffered uh down the road so Adam and Eve was driven from the garden and Satan envies people's happiness and doesn't care whom he hurts. So, in other words, let me just break it down. So when you're happy, when you're singing songs, when you're just showing yourself this, I'm happy, I'm in a great mood, everything, I'm just feeling good, I'm on top of my game, so to speak. There's oftentimes somebody may come into your life and speak a word to you, say something to you, act mean to you. But these words that they say and the actions that they are will bring you down. Now, are they being used of Satan or are they just being mean and evil? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. But this happens from time to time. It can happen at the workplace, it can happen in your very own home. Uh, we can talk about Aiken real quick. Achan did something that was wrong, A-C-H-A-N. He partook of the forbidden thing. God told him, don't take of it. He took of it anyway. He took some gold, uh, some golden treasures that they had won, uh, got through a, a war, hid it in his tent, and under the ground, they found it. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, going through the story quickly. And the end result, Achan and his whole family paid the price. So you see, when we do things that are contrary to what God tells us, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Just as what happened here that with Adam and Eve. So in closing, the Bible tells us that the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. That's a second Peter two and nine. Once again. In 2 Peter 2 and 9, it says, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. So if you're living for God and you're trying to do right, you're reading the word, you're praying, your mind is fixed upon him. You're thinking about his word most of the day, throughout the day. Hallelujah. I could say you're, you're working towards being godly. But God will make a way for you to escape from the temptation. The Bible says God knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Hallelujah. Put your trust in God. Lean upon him. 
Put your faith in him. Hallelujah. Read the word daily. Listen to this podcast. Share it with a friend. And I'll tell you, your life will change. It always does. Because God's word, it may have some things in it you may consider harsh. You may consider negative. But you keep on reading it. Keep on listening to the podcast. And the word of God will help you. In closing, let's say our prayer. And we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Every Thursday, I try to put a podcast out. Lord, in the name of Jesus, bless the ears that heard the word. Help them to share. Help them to meditate. And help us all to read and to be followers of your word. To be doers of your word and not hearers only. Least we deceive our own self, as James said. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.